Prepare yourself for the most mediocre half hour of your life. Two guys who procreated twice. This is Datitude with Adam. Oh, come on! So, bullshit! And Josh. He was there talking to me about beer, and he didn't have a towel on. He was just like naked, and I could not make that conversation end. A podcast about two sorry excuses for men and their crap lives as they cling on to the idea that any of us give a shit. Datitude starts now. Wait, first, before we do anything, yeah. we should probably explain that this is definitely going to be not safe for work, mostly. I mean, can yeah. we say that? That it's not, A lot of it's not going to be safe for work. There may be the, uh, do we say F-bomb for the beginning? I mean, let's... Somebody's going to say f*** at some point. Listen, we keep it real, and we don't like go out of our way to curse, but it's just the mm. way we talk. So we won't curse for the f- sake of it but i do definitely don't want to have the volume up at work the other thing we have to explain is what is our podcast what what exactly are we doing here because okay. we had the podcast before if you remember which you probably don't it's been so long ago we there had were two episodes there were two episodes <laughs> of two dads one mic and we were at smasher's house doing the podcast on one microphone and i'll be honest whenever we talked about doing it again whenever he got fired i did not want to do a one microphone setup ever again and we're not always the best dads because uh, there's a lot of times whenever shit comes up and we complain about it to each other about being a dad but as um, I put on the uh, the website that I built, by the way, I spent like a week and a half on, Josh not only did not contribute monetarily or in any way whatsoever. No, no, that, whatsoever. That's wrong. I did send some pictures of my family. Right. So I did everything. Okay. But one of the first things I said is, I think one of the, the taglines I guess I came up with is, we love our family. We don't always like them. That's true. I think that's true not just for, yeah. for dads, but for, for women, too. And there's about 90% of the time that our wives don't like us at all. 98%. I've always told you I don't think my wife likes me at all. That was awkward. Because it's true. <laughs> uh, so this podcast idea was just us BSing for like, you know, 20 minutes or whatever about things. And we're not always going to talk about kids. But like I said, we're dads. And there's some things that are fresh on our mind because just yesterday we had my six-year-old Jacques birthday party. I hate you and your wife, too. Don't even get me started. Yeah, we can't, yeah, we can't talk no, no, no. about that part. No, no, but no, no, anyway. No. When I say I hate you, I only say that to people who I, I really like. If I truly hate you, I don't want anything to do with you. Okay. I sure as hell wouldn't go to your kid's birthday party or do a podcast. Yeah, because you. it was far away. I mean, you guys come from way north. Yeah, yeah, on a Sunday afternoon, at least when it's on a Saturday morning, you have the, the rest of the weekend to look forward to, but whatever. So it's a roller skating party. And I'll be damned if your wife didn't comment because even at the party, I've been doing graphics for the website. I've been doing stuff on my phone. I mean, it's been nonstop because I obsess. And so at the party, I was, you know, doing stuff on my phone. And she commented on my Facebook. She said the total, like, passive aggressive way. She said, Oh, I'm glad uh, you were doing this at my kid's birthday party. Mm -hmm. What the f? What am I supposed to do at your kid's birthday party? Well, number one, it was, she had a good point. She said it was a skate party, or maybe you could have talked to somebody. Oh, you and I, I'm going to skate, right. Wait, wait, I'm going to roller skate. But here's the thing. You and I are friends. I talked to you more in the past five minutes of us doing this podcast. Because I was doing shit, man. Was it because you were doing shit? Yes. Or just, that you just don't 
and like people. No, 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 no. Not there, true. But you, tell also, me, do you like people? Yes, I do. I are do. you an introvert? Yeah, I'm an introvert. Okay. But there are people that I mean, I don't like everybody. Did you say hi to one other parent? I there? tried to talk to your sister, but she blew me off. <laughs> she did. She ran. <laughs> she walked away. She walked away. It was so, very awkward. So anyway, oh well, you could have skated or talked to other adults. All right. You know what? You should be grateful that, like, I like you enough. That sounds conceited. But I like you enough to, like, drive my ass all the way across town on a Sunday. And it was at least a 45-minute drive. For your kid's birthday party. I wouldn't do that to people I don't like. So let's kind of talk about our, our kids. Mm-hmm. That You have two kids. I have two kids. Both have boys. Yeah. My oldest is Billy, who's 10. My youngest is Jacques, who's 6. Right. And is... Uh, Nuts. He's crazy. Right. And then you have Ryder and Cooper, who are a little bit closer in age. Right. Jacques is kind of an asshole. I don't think so. I think it's okay for parents to say, yes, my kid's an asshole. Okay, so this is a good example. Yesterday, I was talking to one of the other parents, and Jacques comes up behind me, and he's so happy he's having his birthday party, but I'm not talking to him. I'm talking to one of the moms, and he grabs my stomach and starts doing the uh, truffle shuffle on me. Right. Like, Thanks for pointing out I'm fat. Yeah, appreciate it. I will say this, that yesterday, major, major points is what I scored with all the other parents. Hot topic! The damn gift bags at parties. So why with with kids these days, whenever we were growing up, (laughs) this makes us sound old too, there was no such thing as gift bags. You had a good time at the party, then you left. Give us your gift, we're done here. You got cake, you got ice cream, you might have got Cheetos. We're good. You got a party! But now... You got to have a gift bag. And five of them asked for gift bags. And what I said was, we don't do gift bags. Nope. We're leading a revolution of no gift bags. And I told the parents that. And a few of them were like, you know what? I like that. No gift bags. Because if you're going to a party, it costs whatever to have a skate party. Yeah. That's your gift. Now, if you're having a party at your house where you're just buying cake and ice cream and, and a few other things, Gift bag is okay. No, I f- think that. They get a party. They get cake. I don't know. You know I how think- annoying I get when my voice goes up five octaves? That's bullshit. Shouldn't you give them a little something at no, that point? No, they get a party and cake. And I'm they okay get to with play. not doing it. I'm okay with not doing it anytime. But one kid, he asked for his gift bag, and we said we're not doing gift bags. So he went to the other party on the side of us and no. grabbed the gift bag. Yes. What a dick. That's a dick move. Grabbed the gift bag there and took that one home. So That's BS. And then you had an issue on the way out. You didn't tell me about this. What, was, right. what was the problem? Guys, I love my family and I love my wife, but holy shit. My wife is so hard-headed. If everyone else doesn't think the way she does, everyone else has to be stupid. What do you mean you wouldn't do that that way? No, that's the way you think. And here's a prime example. My kid comes home and he dropped another kid's tablet and broke it. At school? No, at his house. Oh, okay. So what's the first thing you think I do as a responsible parent? Offer to pay for it? Absolutely. If my kid goes to your house and breaks whatever, I'm going to offer to pay for it. Did they have the guard on it? No. And that's Mm. the first thing that Katie says. Why wouldn't anybody have a, a case on the... And I said... It doesn't matter. So is she wanting to pay for a guard for it? Or she just doesn't want to pay for anything? No, she will pay. She just wants to bitch. And she wants to argue about how if people don't do stuff her way, that just makes no sense to her. Listen, I get it. You should have a a case if you have kids walking around with an an electronic device. It makes sense, yeah. But it doesn't matter. Our kid broke it. We have to pay for it. Yeah, but no, there's no buts. We... Pay 
for the tablet. Okay. Pause for a second. But I'm just saying, you know, if, and I'm like, oh my God, it's like she won't let it go. But at that point, she's just talking to argue. Anyway, we're going to pay for the tablet. If your kid breaks something at somebody else's house, or if your kid breaks something at my house and you don't offer to pay, that is a dick move. Dick move. It is kind of a dick move. Yes. You offer to pay. I will say this, though, that whenever I this is this is a different example. And I feel bad about this. There was a kid named Stephen Bertrand whenever I was growing up in little bitty Jennings, Louisiana, and he came to school with his TI 35 plus calculator and he came to class. I forget what grade we're in, probably like seventh or eighth grade. And he said, you can't break my calculator. I was like, what are you talking about? He said, this calculator is indestructible. And I said, well, what makes you think that? And he said, because they said that you cannot break this calculator. And so what did I do? I grabbed the calculator and I turned it upside down to where like the screen uh-huh. was pointed to the ground and I dropped it and it shattered. But <laughs> And he cried. The guy cried. Well, then he, he did, went home and masturbated. He did, <laughs> he did cry, but I don't know what happened after that. He never said anything after that. It was never brought up again. But I, I do feel bad because he got picked on a lot whenever we were growing up. I got a bunch of shit here that you wanted to talk about. Yes. First of all, your kid's birthday party. Mm-hmm. So you have a guy, an old guy who is at a roller skating party, and he's by himself, and he's roller skating. He was like Santa Claus's younger brother. In his early 60s, Santa Claus look, just a little bit right. more trim. So eccentric or child predator? Maybe it was eccentric because... He never once went around any of the kids. He was wearing weightlifting gloves. Like what are, what do you what do you got weightlifting gloves on for? And he was doing tricks. But what did you think of his movie? It was very Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. It was like Uncle Rico on on roller skates basically is what I thought. There has to come a point in your life when you get to a certain age where you just don't give a f- like who cares? He has to know that he looks like a child predator. I didn't see a ring. So he I mean, th- but then again, he had weightlifting gloves right. on. Right, weightlifting gloves, or does that help him like strangle his victims better? I don't know. And he was actually, he had different clothes. Like, he had like normal clothes on this time. Most of the time, he's wearing short shorts. He's a regular. Nicole said that whenever we talked about it, she said he's been in here every single time we've been here. And we've been going to that roller rink for four years now. See, he's just an eccentric old dude who probably would like to skate when he was younger, and he just keeps the, the skate thing going on. Does he have a van? Maybe. I don't know. Blacked out windows? Could be. Probably. Speaking of old guys, and there has to be an age where you just don't care who sees your balls. It doesn't matter. It can be a 30-year-old. It can be a, a five, a six-year-old saying, Daddy, look at that guy's balls. They're gross. At some point, at some age, you just don't care. I, I'm not comfortable with my wife seeing my balls, and I'm only 40, and they're in good shape. So why is it you were at, where is it, the why? I think that there, there has to be something that's done in locker rooms that has to change. Because the YMCA, when you go to the YMCA, there are a lot of old people that don't give a f- So the YMCA that I go to is the one on Augusta. I was with my kids. One thing I'm not going to do, I'm not going to bring my kids into a locker room. Because the first thing they're going to do is they're going to start pointing at old men with their balls hanging out and say, Daddy, look at his nuts. You don't want to do that. 
because your kids are, it's going to be brutal. So I brought them to a different restroom and then I put them in the childcare thing or whatever the, the, the kids area. And then I go back in there and you get the, the towels, you know, the towels like that. Hey, you want to wipe off your sweat? You take a shower, you have towels right there. It makes it very convenient for you. So I walk back in there because I'm about to change so I can go work out. And this mother is sawing it off. He's got he's got both it, ends of the towel. So he's doing he's doing this move. I mean, like, sawing it in half. Can, he was using that towel, which by the way, those towels are like sandpaper. Right. And he was just going at her, just tearing that shit and up. And who came up with that move, by the way? Because even with a soft towel, that doesn't feel good. It's not great. No. It's not good. No. And then he had to get it extra dry, so he used like the hand dryer, uh-huh. and he had to point that at his unit. He had to get See, that on his package. He's an old it. guy who doesn't, he doesn't care. And at that point, care. I took my towel that I'd got in the front desk, and I looked and I thought that there's no way I'll ever, ever use one of these towels again. All right. Because they're, I think, I just feel like there's in the towel. I had a guy when I was a kid, I was in high school, and there was a, a small gym in my town in uh, South Louisiana. And one of my, uh, this girl in my class, her dad was working out there. And I will never, I'm for, I don't remember a lot of stuff. I remember this still to this day. One of the, this girl in my class, her dad was at the gym, and he had you know worked out. He got off the shower, and he was like this, okay? So this is the bench, all right? And I'm sitting down right there putting my shoes on. He came up to me like this. Hey, how's it going? Everything good? You know? And he is like trying. Was, was he bouncing? All I can remember, because I tried to block it out, but all I can remember is that that was one of my first times ever seeing like a grown man naked, because I didn't even see my dad naked. And... That guy had the smallest ever because it <laughs> it barely poked out of his gigantic bush down there. So uh, I, but I still remember that. I'm just like, dude, you're sitting there drying, and how times are different. Like, and he was probably only four our age at the time. Would you ever go up to a young high school boy drying your nuts off no. like right in his face? No. 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 Just a, a few years ago, this guy that I knew um, from the gym, he walked in and, or he was there talking to me about beer and he didn't have a towel on. He was just like naked and I could not make that conversation end. Oh. It was a 30 minute talk with his dong because I, I was looking at his face the whole time thinking, just cover, just cover yeah. up because I felt so I don't I don't like to have a conversation Listen, with somebody whenever they're naked. And a lot of people will say, and it's different for women. In a women, locker room. It's different for women because they can talk to each other while they're naked. And it's not about us being like, oh, you're just not comfortable in your sex. I'm very comfortable in my sexuality, okay? I'm not, if you're gay, it doesn't bother me in the least bit, all right? Whatever makes you happy. But there is no, under no circumstances where I'm going to be comfortable talking to a guy when he's drying his, his unit off in my face. I'm sorry. It's setting limitations, and that's outside of my limit. That crosses the line for me. So, Switching topics here. We have that one kid. If you have multiple kids, especially you and I, we have two boys. One of them is like clearly the one we're going to have to bail out of jail mm-hmm. when they get older. For you, it's Jacques. Jacques, for sure. For me, it's Cooper. Mm-hmm. There is a point where I'm asking myself, is this normal six-year-old behavior being curious or... Is my child a future sexual predator? He was evidently yanking his pants down on the trampoline and then trying to air hump some other kid, like his head. So, (laughs) 
I told him, I said, buddy, can you imagine if he did something like that at school, how awkward that parent-teacher conference would have to be? Your kid <laughs> is air-humping some other kid's head <laughs> with his, with his pants <laughs> yanked down. You know? Uh, it's a lot funnier since it's not my kid. I'm hoping that he will grow out of it. Kate. Although you did send me a picture of uh, your kid with a handheld mirror yeah. looking at his butthole or whatever he was doing. Now he had his underwear on. He just wanted to check things out, see what you can see. Yeah. Next, I know you told me this story, and this doesn't really have to anything to do with about, with, uh, with kids, which I think is important for us to do because we don't want to like you know be just talking about kids all the time. Josh hates GoFundMe. I think it can do a lot of good for some people who really need it, but I think it's overused, and there's some people who are just lazy who just want handouts. I feel like if you are in a bad situation, GoFundMe is the way to go. I feel like if you are able to go and work, then get your ass to work. Go and work for that money instead of asking people for it. Yeah. Case in point, I told you about this. I'm going to get in so much trouble for my friends uh, whenever they see this. But it's just something that that I had to bring up that my friend has a GoFundMe for this uh, book that she's putting out. And I thought it was crazy that you that you're saying, hey, go and support my book. And, and it's not like you're giving me a donation because you're going to get some stuff back. But if you're not working... It just feels very odd that you're asking for something whenever you're not, you know, but this is your job. It's her job to do the book and all that. But asking for money whenever you're not doing like a nine to five job, it just feels very off to me. And I'm like, this is another reason we shouldn't have these things. Whenever people are in need, whenever your burns down, your house burns down, go fund me. Water comes through your house and you get flooded. Right. Go fund me. Right. Whenever you break your favorite pair of shoes and you can't buy it right away, not a good time Don't to use GoFundMe. Don't fund me. Whenever you're looking for a prostitute because you're going to New Orleans and you need a little extra cash. Don't fund me. That's a good I game. I was actually going to say. Fund me or don't fund me. Okay. And I felt guilty at first. Like, I'm not given to this cause. And I was like, f*** that. Right. Because I'm working all the time. I got like five jobs. But then I know this, that she sent it out to other people after she met her goal. So she was at her goal, See, but then was like still sending it out to get more than that. That's bullshit. Someone asked me, because right now I don't have a full-time radio job, which is one of the reasons I wanted to start this up again. Hopefully we can grow it to where we can make some money. But I might ask everybody to like like and share or you know comment or whatever. But someone asked me, someone said, hey, you've, you've got a good following. You should like do a GoFundMe and uh, you would get you get a lot of money. I don't want that. No, I would feel guilty about that. Now, why? No, I can go out and get a job. I'm not going to ask for people's handouts because I'm too... But uh, you haven't proven that yet. What? That you can go out and get a job. Thanks for reminding me. Yeah. Asshole. <laughs> Such an asshole. <sighs> so I'm with you. I think I, I don't like I the, just think uh, that it's abused too often. This happened about a year and a half ago. This girl was asking for money on GoFundMe so that she could buy... Um, so she could pay her rent because right. she had spent all of her money... Like whatever that week's worth of money on her paycheck was, uh-huh. she spent all her money on lottery tickets. Oh, come on! So she Bullsh- she knew that she would be able to win the lottery. She just knew that it was going to happen. So since she was definitely going to win it, 
she justified spending her whole check to get lottery tickets and then put up a GoFundMe because she wasn't able to pay her bills. I wouldn't do it. Okay. You guys make sure that you uh, you subscribe to the podcast. It's on iTunes and Google Play Music. Oh, before we go, because we got a really good question, and I wanted to read this before. Uh, we got two questions. I have a Ask a Dad tab on our website, and I told mm. people to go submit questions. We would answer them. We got two. Okay. One of them was a test from me, because I want to see if it worked, and it just says, Josh is gay. And the second one is from Kyle, and he says, What's the one thing you've had to do as a father that if you knew about when you were single, you wouldn't have gone through with having kids? I don't know if I've ever had one of those moments, but I know Josh has. And for me, it would be when you called me and Billy, your oldest, had sh- all over the pack and play and he was had like like hand paint and he was just like all it was smearing all over that is enough to make me physically ill yeah so we were we were leaving town to go to louisiana and i i had to go pick up my wife and i had to be there at a certain time and so billy was a year old and i put him in the pack and play so i could pack up get everything ready and go and i had like 20 minutes to do it and so by the time I'm done loading everything up there, I go and I was going to pick him up to change him and then get on the road. And there was just, there was something on his face and I had no idea what it was. I was oh. like, oh, what, what is that? And his hands, it was like mud on his hands. And then he had taken oh. it, you know, the mesh part of the pack and play. Yeah. He had put it all over that. Did and, you throw and, away the pack and play? And, no. What? No, you clean it. You clean it. You just clean it. Hold on. So you, you won't it. use a, re- a bleached towel at the YMCA, but you let your kid play in a pack. Okay. That's not ahead. the same. That's not the same. Okay. He's not going to put his mouth on that. Anyway. But the pots and pans that he had been hitting together, he was smashing them together and just shit was flying everywhere. See. That part of being a dad sucked. I've never, luckily, I've never been through that, but that would, if I if I were single, that would horrify me enough to not want to have kids, because I've changed diapers before, and I've got poop on my hand or something, and that's whatever. You're going to get crap all over your, your hands, but, you know, I wash, I scrub them real good, but to deal with it everywhere, yeah. I think I would have a panic attack, and I don't think I could deal with it. Well, you do. You have to deal with Closest it. Closest thing I've came... You don't have a choice. Clo- I know. Closest thing I've come to is uh, when Cooper got sick and he was throwing up and I took him and literally I was trying to get him to the bathroom. So I, I picked him up like this because he was full of vomit and I was... As I was turning to go get him out the room, it was spraying like a sprinkler. It was just like uh, hurl everywhere. Uh, the power of Christ compels you! And my nine-year-old Ryder is deathly afraid of vomit. So he is just, I mean, screaming. And, you know, I've got the vomit sprinkler. Uh, and it, I had to clean that up. And that wasn't fun. But so, it, poop and vomit, Kyle. Those are those are a couple things. Yeah. I would say the most would be poop and vomit. And never having sex again. No, I'm projecting. All right. All right. Um, that's it. Hey, thanks for joining us. And hopefully we're going to work to where we can actually do it. Like, you know, we just Facebook live, but hopefully next week I would like to do it to where or in the near future where we could actually film it live and like stream it live on YouTube or something. I think that would be cool. Uh, and we're going to, I already have a friend who wants to be a guest on, uh, on next week's show. And he wants to talk about the dumb dad syndrome, how 
dads are portrayed as just big, doofy, dumb idiots and how that's not how we are. We're very active in our kids' lives. I know. You, you and t- I... You do, you do scouts and sports and all that stuff. Yeah. But on TV and everywhere else, the, the dad's just the goofy, you know, f*** up who... And that's yeah. it's bullshit. And I it know. pisses him off. You and I were texting about that whenever yeah. we were watching TV the other day and the kids were outside. So anyway, subscribe in iTunes or Google Play Music. It will suck less in the future. SoundCloud. Oh, yeah. Totally. Anyway, thanks for watching. Josh, you're a douche. Subscribe to Datitude in iTunes, Google Play Music, and SoundCloud. Watch us on YouTube and follow us on Twitter at Bad Datitudes. See you next week. If there is a next week.